everybody, and welcome to another comics-loving edition of Words, Images, and Worlds. Glad on this episode to be talking with author, creator, writer, Jonathan Hedrick. Jonathan, thank you for jumping in, thank you for joining me, and thank you for the cool t-shirt that you brought mm-hmm. to the, the show as well. Yeah, thank you for having me, Jason. Um, fun thing about this t-shirt, I actually am giving another one away. It's hard to see because I have it blurred on my background blurring, but... Um, yeah, one one lucky backer of the Spill Blood campaign who backed within the first five days will win that uh, T-shirt. Yeah, fantastic. So. so, Spill Blood is a book that we should definitely talk about. You mm-hmm. you have a really nice range of stories that you've written yes. from uh, sort of more kid oriented with Space mm-hmm. Cadet to political thriller with Recount. Um, quicksand being horrifying horrifying <laughs> in, in the best possible way um right. and, and dream master being quite a quite a frightening book as well so i yeah. appreciate the the science fiction horror mm-hmm. uh fantasy all, all the things that you bring to the medium yeah thank uh and thank you for uh noticing that um i i appreciate anytime someone recognizes the diversity of the writing and mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. uh, it's always um, you know, a pleasure to hear that I, I'm not pigeonholed into one particular genre or even just one particular title. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I appreciate that. Absolutely. I, I always appreciate that about writers um, that sort of tackle, expand different worlds, challenge themselves. Mm. Um, so it's a very, very cool thing to see. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, yeah. So, what has led you to the world of comics? I usually start with an origins question. So, this is sure. a little bit of the origins. Well, as a reader, um, I uh, was introduced to comic books through the Ninja Turtles, being you know a child of the eighties. Mm-hmm. Um, the that animated series was had a huge impact on me, as it did millions of other children my age as as it continues to, um to do with as we speak there's another ninja turtles movie in the theaters which is fantastic that it just keeps on breathing new you know life into more generations but uh when i was a kid i had to have everything turtles you know i had the, those um infamous uh bed sheets um <laughs> that i see that someone made into a t-shirt i'm so jealous of that um you know, I had the action figures, um, all the other um, merchandise, and I remember in particularly um, at a grocery store one day, uh, um, the spinner rack that's uh, you know strategically placed by uh, in kids' reach at the um, checkout aisle uh, when they used to have spinner racks at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know I saw Ninja Turtles um, comic book, and it. Obviously, it wasn't the uh, Mirage, you know, um, Laird and Eastman, you know, style. It, it was the uh, adaptions of the animated series. I think uh, TMNT Adventures is what it was called. Mm-hmm. It may have been uh, coming out through Archie or um, something else. And um, I had to have it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And um, I, I think that taught me how to read you know the sequential art form storytelling um and then i remember seeing the movie adaptation that you know the 89 or 90 movie uh and it was that was a thicker comic book and i could you know read that over and over and over again 
And that just kind of led to other picking up more comic books as I was able to, um, you know, gain access to them. You know, the 90s came and we had more cartoon shows like um, Batman, the animated series, the X-Men, Spider-Man, all those, all those um, comic book focused, um, you know, 30 minute animated shows, you know, uh, left me hungry for more. And there was uh, plenty of uh, comic books uh, to go around. So that's how I, I, I say I got in as a reader, which, you know, I think every, every reader is also a collector at, at some you know, some way on the spectrum of collecting, you're you're, you're collecting comic books, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but not all collectors are reading them. So, uh, as we all know, but um, yeah, and uh, as far as the writing side of comic books, that took a a, a very much a longer time in my life for that to come around. Um, about five years ago. Uh, I was always a, a writer It's in some form or another, and I always leaned towards that in school. Uh, I was told by several uh, teachers that, you know, you're a good writer, you should, you know, do something with that. But when you're a kid, you know, you don't idolize writers. Mm-hmm. You don't really have a, a favorite writer. You, you, you have, you know, a favorite basketball player, you know, a rock star, and you want to be like that, especially... In America, when you're spoon fed, you can be anything, you know. But right. No, right. no one really has Stephen King posters on their wall, you know. <laughs> um, but uh, um, I always co- I continue to write uh, over the years, uh, even after school. Uh, you know, something short form writing mostly, nothing I showed to anybody. Um, uh, and then one day, I just um, wanted to challenge myself. And tried to write uh, a script in a in the comic book format. Um, did some research online, checked down some books from the library, and I adapted like a thirty five hundred word short story that I I wrote, you know, prose style, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. into a, a twenty five page comic book uh, script. And then after that was done, I was like, now what do I do with this? And then you know I asked around. One thing led to another, and I was producing a comic book. And, and once I understood the project management side of it, then I was all in. I'm like, oh, I, I can do this. I, you know, I, I, it's something that's very plausible um, for uh, many people to do. You know, uh, writing uh, is only one part of it all. So, yeah, here I am, um, about five years later, and you know, several titles, you know, to my name. So. That's the, the the long origin story. <laughs> I like it. I like yeah. it. Um, you mentioned Stephen King. Is Stephen King an influence, or are there particular oh, people I, that are influences? Absolutely, Stephen King. Um, uh, you know, growing up, uh, uh, I grew up in the era where you know a lot of his movies and short stories were being adapted to film. Uh, a lot of them I didn't even know were Stephen King. Um, you know stories or, or books for the longest time like stand by me you know I, mm-hmm. I i watched that movie over and over again uh as a kid and then one day it clicked that oh that's uh, actually you know one of his short stories and one of his collections mm-hmm. and um so yeah uh big stephen king fan um uh in particularly the dark tower um stories which um i am was influenced from uh and put a lot of that into dream master um mm-hmm. uh, when i when i got the 
um, the pitch from the publisher for Dream Master. And I was like, this is, um, you know, this is, uh, I, I can see this going the route of Dark Tower. Or, you know, it's horror, it's fantasy, uh, and, and it's it's a long story. And, and mm-hmm. you know, um, so yeah, I love Stephen King. Um, uh, there, yeah, I can go all day about about him. Uh, even got I met him before. Got a first nice. edition signed by him. Been been to his house on the outside of his house. <laughs> <laughs> I say that I probably come across as a creeper, but um, did my own little like uh, Stephen King tour in uh, Bangor, Maine, a few nice. years back. So, yeah, um, yeah. Let's say I'm a King fan. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, yeah Dark Tower, or the Gunslinger books are mm-hmm. oh, I know, yeah. one of my favorite uh works that he's done but then like yeah. apt pupil and all of these things oh yeah 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 he definitely has a range too you know i think he's lumped into a, as a horror writer but you know uh horror you know it, it can it gets tossed around and gets suspense and thriller get you know get confused with horror a lot and i think mm-hmm. he's a very good you know suspense and thriller um author amongst others so as a as a writer yourself, is there a genre that you're particularly drawn to um, or a genre that you've not worked in yet that you'd like to tackle? Well, um, I'm drawn to uh, what I like to compare it to is um, the the movie studio uh, A24. I, I um, you know, they, they made um, uh everything everywhere all at once and for people that aren't aware that um uh one called men one called lamb um and they're very bizarre stories uh that um and they're not all horror as everyone knows but everything everywhere all at once um it but i like the the twist on reality like this one little variable has been changed and Mm -hmm. and how our world um, is impacted by that. And that's not always, you know, in, in a hor- horrible way, um, but, you know, it can go that way. You know, I, I, so like in the, you know, the recount, what, what if we're held accountable for who we voted for, you know, mm-hmm. uh, in quicksand, what if aliens came from below instead of above um, and my book capable, what if the only super powered people on the planet were those that used to be, handicapped you know that that what if you know that so i, I lean towards that I, i'm not sure if there's a, a genre for that type of twist um uh or you know tweak on reality storytelling but that's what i lean towards as far as um a genre i haven't tackled yet um you know i, I haven't published anything uh, as far as romance mm-hmm. but I am currently writing and um, producing uh, something that I would call like a, a dark romance, you know, nice. uh, a tra- or a tragic romance, um, you know, in, in the style of, you know, Romeo and Juliet, but of course not, you know, Shakespearean, of course, mm-hmm. but um, that's, that's one of my uh, major projects as I look up at my dry erase board that lists everything. Um, that's nice. uh, have going on behind the, the computer. So yeah, I'm trying to tackle that, and I'm I'm hoping that I'll see the light of day soon. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. 
Um, so what do comics allow you to do and as far as a storyteller? What, what does the medium give you the chance to explore? Yeah, what I like about comic books uh, from a, a writing and creative standpoint is the uh, ex uh, how accessible it is to many people. Um, you know, and how how quickly you can get it out compared to a novel. Um, you know, and I say that as I was you know crying in my own pillow a few days ago, being frustrated at how long it's taking some of my projects to get produced. Um, but it's a lot faster than a, a 360 plus page novel. Um, and, and, you know, a, a novel, it's great when you can get one done, but, uh, you know, uh, it's hard to get in people's hands. And it's even harder for people to read. You hand someone a 24 page comic book um, with a pretty cover on, you know, on the front, you, they're more likely to open it and, and you know, read your words. Um so I, I like that aspect of it. Um, and, and a lot of people, people are drawn to it. You know, it, it's um, it's a, a, a very, um, it's a clash of art forms uh, in the best way. Um, you know, you have writing, you have artwork, and you have all the different styles of artwork. You know, you, people enjoying the, the line work, the, the coloring, the lettering. So it, it's... You know, it's very um, rhythmic when when done well, um, as opposed to just staring at a painting or reading, you know, a novel. You're getting such a, a mixed form of media. And that's what I really like about it and how um, what it allows me to do. Yeah, yeah, I love that. And um, I'm a reader across forms, but just always drawn mm -hmm. to comics, always drawn to the, mm -hmm. the visual. Yeah, it's... um. You know, uh, I, I I haven't read a full novel in, in uh, a while, and I'm overdue for one. But mm -hmm. it's like, it's but I can more likely to pick up a comic book, you know, just because I'm like, all right, I got 30 minutes, I know I can read one issue. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. Well, absolutely. Um, I, I've had to uh, I have novels that are collecting dust right now, either just because I haven't had time, or just because a couple chapters into, I'm like, ah, do do I, do I want to invest the rest of my time to completing this thing you know mm -hmm. just for mm -hmm. the sake of saying i i finished reading it so yeah i yeah. feel like i have to be as a lot of people i i would hope um feel like they like they have to be invested in a novel um mm -hmm. or you know because that's going to take some time for most people yeah absolutely mm -hmm. um any the other thing about comics that is kind of cool is the collaboration so any you yeah. Uh, collaborators that you frequently go to or uh, any that you would shout out? Yeah. Um, well, um, you know, speaking of spill blood, it's uh, the, the artist, Stefano Cardicelli. This is our fourth full length um, one shot that we're working on. So, mm -hmm. you know, him and I, um, I finally, like we've, we have a groove now. Uh, we, we did first did a, a freak show night, which is a zombie comic book. Then we did Space Cadet, an all-ages comic book. Um, then Caffeinated Hearts, this slice of life one shot. And now Spill Blood, which is a you know a, a violent, you know, vigilante-esque uh, type story. So uh, uh, 
return it seems like every like at least once a year uh, stefano and i are, are working on a comic book which which it, uh you know i'm very lucky to be working with him and that he wants because he, you know, he comes to me um and you know and, and says let's do another project together and i think that's wonderful he's super talented um it, he, he's super busy too and to want to collaborate with me um yeah it, it's a big deal so I'm, I'm lucky that i get to to work with him as much as i have very cool mm-hmm. good to have those generative relationships that are yeah creative and uh mm-hmm. you're not waiting on someone you're kind of at the right pace yeah exactly yeah it, it's it's a good feeling you know i'm always hesitant uh, when i start a new project with a, a new artist because like uh you know i'm I don't know this person. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sending them money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not sure how quickly I'm going to get back. Is it what I what you know the uh, the portfolio looked like? And it, it's uh, you have to hold your breath. But I know what I'm going to get with uh, Stefano, um, and he already has you know an audience too. So um, it it works out well. Yeah, yeah. Now you, you mentioned spill blood there and a bit about the premise, but I- anything else that you'd like to expand on about how the book came to be and um, yeah. the Kickstarter campaign and all of those things? Right. Yeah. So spill blood came to be because um, we we had finished caffeinated hearts last year. Um, uh, we crowdfunded it and it got picked up and uh, by a publisher and distributed all in the same calendar year, which is fantastic. Um, yeah, that doesn't happen very often. Um, and he he was um he approached me with an image which turned wound up being spill blood. And he said, I I, I drew this thing. I'm not, uh, I don't know what it is, but I want to I want to do a comic book about this this image. And I was like, all right. <laughs> um, so I looked at it and and it had this you know figure with this like dark robes and a a, a skull. A skull floating above the road over the shoulders and the halo behind it and holding like guns i'm like okay that's what i have to go by mm-hmm. uh, and and i um uh felt it, it, a lot of like religious connotations with it and uh i w- i went with you know with that you know i haven't really did a a, a book with heavy religious tones uh in it so i came up with the idea that um spill blood would be this priest who during the day he sits in his confessional booth listening to uh, sinners confess you know the worst things about themselves looking Uh for salvation and then at night you know he turns into this other being and he eradicates whatever was causing those people their sins essentially cutting the snake off at the head Uh Um, so they won't um, so those people won't be impacted or or um sin again uh so it, it's a 36 page one shot uh and it's all black white and red uh, we chose not to color this one uh it has a very like gritty noir style um to it mm-hmm. um I w- i've been comparing it to um uh sin city in a way you know it, it, it's uh, the artwork isn't you know frank miller's artwork but it has that, you know, the very, you know, limited color palette as Sin City did. And then I, I was doing an interview Friday night and someone um, uh, 
kindly um, compared it to Grendel. And I was like, yeah, uh, that's actually a great nice, film. Nice, yeah. I didn't think of that. Um, but yeah, it's a, uh, it, it reminds me a lot of those early 90s um, Dark Horse books. So mm -hmm. I, I think it would it would fit well in, into um, you know that catalog uh, of um, uh, comics. So yeah, it, it's dark. Um, it, it, if you like um, ghosts, go, uh, haunted priests uh, with machine guns, you know this is right up your alley. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the the supernatural elements and the action hero elements. Um, and those books, I mean, Sin City and and Grindel, anything in the vein of early. 90s dark horse is uh mm -hmm. is a sale yeah yeah definitely yeah so if listeners want to go and support the campaign or find out more and or find out more about your work um links web spaces things of that nature yep um so my website is jonathanhedrickcomics.com um and that's a great um you know hub for everything else you know right now i have a pop-up um, when you uh, get to my website that um, take, can take you to uh, Spill Blood's Kickstarter campaign. Um, and then, you know, on, on my website, I have my own web store. Um, so you can purchase uh, a lot of different comic books directly from me. And then I also have links to uh, my publisher's websites. Um, so you can go there and there's a link to uh, get Dream Master from Black Box, to get Recount from Scout. Um, you know, uh, as well as quicksand space cadet uh, through them too. So, um, and if you're going straight to Kickstarter to find spill blood, remember it's one word. Um, I, I, um, you know, wanted to be a, a cool, um, artsy fartsy guy and decided to make it one word spill blood, like a, like a, a metal band might do. <laughs> I love it. I love yeah. it. <laughs> so yeah, that's the best way uh, to find everything. Uh, Jonathan Hedrick comics.com. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. I will put that in the podcast description and there should be a nice little pop up in this video, a little awesome. sidebar that that provides that as well. So yeah. um, uh, anything so that much. we've missed. through? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Anything that we've missed through the talk that you want to make sure to mention, shout out. I hope things are coming ahead. New projects are on the way yeah. and appearances and all of those things. Absolutely. Um, we mentioned Quicksand, you know, issue one's already out. Um, issue two comes out August 23rd. Uh, mm -hmm. Issues three and four are available for pre-order. Um, that's going to be a five-issue miniseries come, um, from Scout Comics. I also have a, another comic book in stores through Advent Comic Books called Capable. Mm -hmm. uh, issue one is already out. Um, there's been a, a, a delay. Um, uh, no no fingers can to be pointed of why it's being delayed just is um but issue two should be available for pre-order next month um uh but i have crowdfunded issues one through five so if anyone's really eager to pick up um the next issue of capable i'll have that on my website and then um yeah i'm looking at my board um more things to come uh you know that um tragic romance uh um uh, you know, hopefully I can make an announcement for that soon. Looking for a publisher for that, as well as the one shot that my wife and I are working on. My wife, Francesca Fantini, very mm -hmm. talented artist. Um, uh, she draws steak um, with Scout, and she did Artemis and the Assassin with Aftershock, and she's doing a lot of cover artwork uh, lately. We were working on comic book together, find, um, sent, sent our, um, you know, our, our pitch and some... Um, 
preview pages to a few publishers. So we're looking for someone to pick that up and help finance that project. Working on another kid's comic book, um, but this one is going to be a, a mini series, not just a one shot. Um, that, that's with my friend Deborah Lanchanese, who I'm working on Quicksand with. So completely different again, uh, mm -hmm. you know, uh, the Quicksand, you know, the uh, sci-fi thriller, and, and then um, our uh, another all ages story. It's nothing like that. So uh, as far as appearances, uh, if anyone's in the South Florida area on August 19th, I'm going to be at a, uh, a store called Way Back When Collectibles. Uh, it's a, I'm really excited to go there because they're, you know, not like a typical comic book store. They have like uh, collectibles like, you know, you might find um, an old Star Wars figure or a cardboard cutout of Larry Bird, you know, like that type of stuff. You know, they don't really have current comic books but they, they have you know when they have comic books it's like key golden age you know uh, uh high dollar comic books so they invited francesca and i there and then in november i'm going to be at a show called lake county comic con uh in central south central florida so that's about it for, for now um con season you know slow slowly wrapping up mm -hmm. um, there might, mm -hmm. might be some more appearances that pop up but uh, I'll plug that website one more time, I, uh, jonathanhedrickcomics.com. I usually keep my appearances up to date on the website, too. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. You are a busy, busy person. And uh, <laughs> I think Francesca is going to do a written interview for my blog. Because oh, the, the, this podcast is kind of spun out of a, a written blog. So That's uh, really cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I like Glad that. to feature her as well. Yep, yep. She's wonderful. Um we're uh, gonna about to unlock a, a spill blood cover that she did uh, in the last ten days of the campaign. So, super excited to collaborate with with her too. Yeah, yeah. O always good to collaborate with uh, loved ones in that way yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Jonathan. Thanks for taking some time to talk with me, and uh, always up for talking about comics. So, if there's uh, anything on your board that you want to come back and mention and promote. Glad to glad to share about it. That sounds good. Thanks for having me on, Jason. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank mm -hmm. you.